find out who's the mean one on this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitor, fluxing, crew, distinctions, scanning for how the Grinch stole Christmas. 1966. Prepare to rewind in 3, 2, 1. Welcome, Rewinders, and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I'm your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your exo and mine, Paul, the Master Interrupter Powers. You're a monster! Mr. Grinch, your heart's an empty hole. Okay, gingerbread man. (laughs) (laughs) And we are also for this discussion of the film, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. We welcome aboard for the first time. He's a magician and stage actor, Daryl Hafner. How are you doing, Daryl? Good. How are you guys today? Doing pretty good. Thank you so much for pinch hitting. This is sort of a... we're recording this out of order, so thank you so much, Daryl, for uh, stepping up and coming on for this TV movie, I guess you'd say. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I was wanting to be a part of one of these eventually. Yay! So. I'm so glad this was the opportunity. Awesome. Uh, now that you have a quick flyby of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the production specs for How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Sure. How the Grinch Stole Christmas was released December 18th, 1966 on televisions across the United States of America. It runs 26 minutes and is not rated. It was directed by Chuck Jones and Ben Washam, with lead stars being Boris Karloff, Thurl Ravenscroft, and June Foray. The music was composed by Eugene Podany. I'm guessing that's how you pronounce it. Podany, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. All right. <laughs> How the Grinch Stole Christmas was made for about, uh, the budget was $315,000 and has earned lots of money in DVD sales <laughs> and video sales ever since. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's right. Yeah. No way it's wrong. Yeah. No, definitely not. <laughs> uh, thank you for those factoids, Paul. And sure. let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind meld or subsequent roundtable discussion, which we will get to once Alice has located our target film. Alert! Alert! Approaching target. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. From the biggest who in Whoville to little Cindy Lou, Mr. Grinch, we have our eye on you. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Sunday on TNT. All right. That commercial definitely brings back some explosive memories about how the Grinch stole Christmas. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I swear you pick up on that. Uh, but to give you some context for the things we collectively remembered most before our rewatch, here is our memory mind melt synopsis. Green Muppet on top of a mountain hates little beige valley Muppets and their holidays, especially Christmas. The Grinch dresses like Santa Claus and tortures his dog after stealing all of the Hoobillies stuff. Once all is stolen, he goes to destroy everything, finds Cindy on the sleigh. He saves her the gifts of and Christmas. Tommy and the Who's concert perform explodes the Grinch's heart. And the greatest gift the Grinch received was forgiveness. Uh, some of that is sounds like this movie, but some of it was incepted. But based on those memories, as flawed as they obviously were, what rating did they lead you to predict for this movie before rewatching it? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Let's start with our guest, Daryl. What it was your uh, prediction? I predicted classic. It's one of those movies people look forward to every year watching on TV. Okay. It's just one of those Christmas specials. Cool. Everybody knows. And I could said it better myself. Classic. I could have, couldn't have disagreed more. I never look forward to this movie. So tragic. <laughs> Prediction tragic. Okay. Don't talk to me about small heart either. I don't want to hear it. We'll find out who the mean one is. All right. <laughs> 
Uh, but it'll be interesting to see if those predictions come true. But first, let's get into our discussion of the things we liked most about How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Let's spin up our... Best three. Top three. The top three things we liked about this film. And let's start with our guest, Daryl. What's one thing you liked about How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Um, I started with the... Uh... I'll say the two classic songs from it, the Welcome Christmas from the Who's, and then obviously the the Grinch, which is played a thousand one times every year. <laughs> right. Even if you don't know the movie, everybody knows the song. That's totally true. Um, that is, you know, one of my likes was also the Grinch theme. Not so much the the Whoville one, I but I really, I. I even though it's you do hear it every year, there's something about it. It's very earwormy and and just I oh, think yeah. the lyrics themselves of tangled up no, it's just these weird words that are very uh, Susian, Susian. Yeah, absolutely, it's definitely Doctor Seuss. Yeah, exactly. So I I, I really like the uh, his theme definitely. Paul, was the music something you liked, or was something else? Did something else make your like list? Yes, I I liked it, but one of the things that I liked Even also more. was the tone of this. There's a, there's been uh, a couple of remakes. Uh, uh, which tone exactly. did you like? Yeah, okay. some tones are more delightful <laughs> than others, and this one to me is of the the remakes that have been out. This one, if I'm going to watch a Grinch one, I like the tone of this. It's kind of like short and sweet and I don't know. There's just something about it that fits my vibe. So you said this one. How many of the other Grinch uh, like sort of versions have you seen? I've seen the 2001 with Jim Carrey. Then I've seen last year's 3D animated one titled oh, The yeah. Grinch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Would you, and Daryl, how many other ones have you seen? Uh, I've seen the Jim Carrey one. I did not see the one last year. Okay. I have seen only parts of the Jim Carrey one. And I'd forgotten about the 3D animated one, but yeah, I guess there is that one as well. Uh, we, I've also seen the Grinch, Grinch's the cat in the hat and the, and the Halloween night one. There's a Grinch one. Those are animated specials, but those don't count because they're not about Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Get, get your non Christmas out of my Grinch movies. Yeah. Okay. I was curious how, how different they were. If you're able to give like a quick, synopsis of how different the movies are uh from this version uh they ex the jim carrey one expands on it there's a bit much bigger relationship with like cindy lou like oh, she's okay. the one that like cindy lou's the reason big part of why the grinch comes back around oh, right. so okay. like in the mashup, I had said I had said that the Grinch saves Cindy, mm -hmm. and after rewatching it, that's not in the animated one. That's in the that's Jim Carrey one. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. I was wondering where that so. came from because that sounded like a it could have been a thing, but I'm like that wasn't in this. Okay, cool, guys. Uh, well, let's go back to Joe. What's something else you liked about this animated version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Uh, I've always kind of liked at the. It, it is the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. But the fact that uh, the Who's, even without all the gifts and the toys and everything, are still celebrating Christmas. Like, they actually have always known the true meaning of it. It's not the gifts and the toys. It's the family and friends and all that. And it's unfortunately not something you see a lot in today's society. It's mm -hmm. all about the gifts and the toys and the what did I get and did I get better than you? little brother or the neighbor down the street it's it's all commercialized and materialized and the fact that this is not is really cool yeah. sure but is it really realistic for kids to just be like oh all the stuff's gone it'll be okay we'll just sing we'll talk Maybe. about that later it seems super realistic okay well, we can talk about it later but yes i think that is that is that does represent what celebrating christmas should look like i totally agree with you there girl um paul what's something else you liked uh, something that you guys mentioned a little bit earlier were the words the susian rhyming and a lot of times when books are turned into specials the the writing isn't the same but 
this if i don't know if you've read the book but uh the words are a little different in the in this animated special but i i love that it still carries that same tone and it still has a lot of fun rhyming words in it not only in the narration but in the songs and they carried that and and made it better where a lot of specials that are turned in from books don't do that so i thought that was well done Mm -hmm. i enjoyed the rhyming yeah so, Definitely okay. Dr. Seuss. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so even though it was an adaptation, it wasn't a straight one for one. They still did. Correct. It, was, it felt it, the the spirit of the book was still in the in the film. Yes, cool. and and granted, I you know I I'm one of those weird people that always shouts at poems and songs that say, "Hey, it didn't rhyme." <laughs> when... <laughs> hey, poem, you're not rhyming. You're not a poem. <laughs> you're just creative writing wow uh so for me my my next like is similar but not really to that and it's the transitions from scenes to scenes i loved how how the shots would sometimes like go from an apple and then the apple would become the grinch's eye or Mm -hmm. they would do those sort of transitions where you're taking an element from one scene and using it to go into another scene yeah 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 all the all the noise yeah yeah, yeah. I just I love stuff like that and the overall cinematography of this animated film like how it was uh shot and composed I thought it was great. I was really impressed with it. Like, like some of the shots where you're seeing um the Grinch like look down on Whoville and he's like really big and like tapping his finger just stuff like mm-hmm. that I thought was just really well done. It's like I I felt like this animated movie didn't deserve to have cinematography and composition that good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, you're blowing me away here. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, that's a good point. But uh, but so that's something I liked. Now, though, let's get to the things we loved most about this. Our, uh, our classic makers for How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Daryl, you're up. Uh, I, I was going to call it storybook animation. Like, it, oh, it was yeah. based on a book and... I was definitely getting storybook vibe from the animation. It wasn't like super digital or anything. It looked like it could be a book. Mm-hmm. And because I know it is, I personally appreciated that. I thought it converted well. Dang it. That's a very <laughs> good point that goes against one of my dislikes. <laughs> Isn't that kind of what you just said a moment ago, though, Paul? That you like the what? adaptation of it from book to... I guess no, it's the more words. The, the words. Yeah, no, okay. he, yeah, he meant more the story, but yeah, yeah. No, I I thought the animation was very much storybook, and I at least that's the vibe I got. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. what they were going for, mm-hmm. but that's what I got, and I appreciated it. And, so. and you know, that's that's right in line with my classic maker, which was the animation. It's just I I don't know if it's me doing these Saturday morning like uh, Saturday morning cartoon esque streams or just watching more traditionally or wanting to watch more traditionally animated films just in general i i feel like there's just some quality to traditional animation i'm sure we've talked about this before in past ones but when you compare a traditionally animated movie to a cg or or a 3d animated movie there's just something very i want to say organic yeah i always say organic uh, almost a craftsman. There's there's a craftsmanship yeah. to it, and and almost like a fingerprint of the artist. That for some reason you just don't feel. At least I don't feel mm-hmm. with uh 3D animated movies as good as yeah. they are. I mean I'm I'm. Yeah. Can d- One's talk. computer. One you can tell is done by human hands. Yeah, and I think there's something also about that it being done by human hands. You almost appreciate the effort more, even though I, I'm sure it, it takes as much Hours. if not more effort to do 3d animation it's a different kind of yeah. effort though and it goes back to like um being able to yeah that every single frame is hand drawn it's not like oh i can i can just move this uh this bone structure and then i'm getting the animation i don't know there's i i'm probably yeah. oversimplifying it but i that was the classic maker for me was the overall animation and yeah i just I, chuck jones is who did uh he directed one. He's one of the directors. He did like Bugs Bunny cartoons and Tom and Jerry, and it it made me want to go back and watch those because it was I was that impressed with the animation for this, which I was su- very surprised by. 
uh, to be that taken with it. But Paul, that leaves you. What's your uh, classic link the thing you loved most about this film? I think I love about How the Grinch Stole Christmas from 1966 is are the songs. And that's what you've mentioned before. Mm -hmm. I, I thoroughly enjoy them, especially you're a mean one. I know a lot of people have redone it, but I think this one, the original by, uh, Tony the Tiger, Thurl Ravensclaw here <laughs> is by far the best. Yeah. And so to me, that's, that's the best. A lot of good words. That song. A lot of, yeah. So you're not tangled up in wangled up NOS or anything? Not yet. We're not to the dislike section. Good point. Good point, Paul. Oh, uh, before I get to uh, uh, our dislike, uh, Dale had a classic maker live in chat. He says, the scene when the Grinch holds up the sleigh. Yeah, that's a gra- that is a great scene. Going back to the composition of this movie, it's great. <laughs> exactly. And uh, Ruel just says, you're a three-decker sauerkraut and told stool sandwich with arsenic sauce. I don't know it that well in my head to be able to sing it right off the bat. But I got got some of the tones right. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, guys. Well, oh, I did forget something else I liked. Really? That's a shock. Bite me, Paul. Every time. <laughs> oh, my God, Daryl, you don't have to dogpile. <laughs> okay, okay, guys. It's a promo for The Untold Podcast. This is a speculative fiction podcast utilizing the genres of science fiction, fantasy, and horror, among others, in order to engage the culture's imagination from a Christian worldview. Every month, Nathan James Norman produces and narrates a new story presented in a unique and dynamic way. Check out the Untold Podcast at untoldpodcast.com to listen and leave the listen and leave them a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts now as it is. And what does that have to do with how the Grinch stole Christmas? Glad you asked, Paul. I actually have a rebuttal this time. So oh. in one of the episodes, which is from last year, it's a Christmas episode called Cold Moon Christmas. It's episode 84, Untold Podcast episode 84. It's actually about how a pack of werewolves try to stop Santa from delivering presents. So much like the Grinch stopping, trying to stop Christmas. So it's, 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 that's the relation. Someone says cold moon Christmas. I think of something else, but okay. What do you think of? I've never heard that. This is a family podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fine, uh, yeah. pa- fine, Paul. I, yeah. I guess that wasn't perfectly exactly like how the Grinch stole Christmas. Uh, do you want something more about like trivia from the movie? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, well, th- then greatness you shall have. Did you all realize that Thurl Ravenscroft, who sang the, the song, the, the Grinch, is best known as the voice of Tony the Tiger in numerous Frosted Flakes TV commercials? I think actually, yeah, did I just you said mean- that. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. Well, just in case someone missed it, there it is okay. again. And uh, if anyone who loves Disney going to the Disney parks, his mm-hmm. voice is in a lot of the the tracks from. Oh, really? Um, I know he's in parts of the Caribbean and the Ghosts, the Haunted Mansion rides. He's in some of them. Mm-hmm. That deep voice is yeah, is hard to miss. Totally. But anyway, uh, Thurl was picked to sing these songs because like you're saying paul his uh his voice was an extremely deep bass or baritone voice now Mm -hmm. my question to you guys is if you were to voice a character for any serial commercial what character and serial would it be for doesn't have to be your favorite serial it can be but uh for me i'll give you guys some time to to think uh i would definitely well i'd go for probably the 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 robber in a uh, cookie crisp because I really like cookie crisp. Like, oh. <laughs> give me that cookie dog or something. I, I forget. Oh no, wait, is it the robber? No, the Ooh, dog is the robber. Crisp. And then the, there's a policeman. Is that it? I don't remember that yeah. that well. I know there's a dog that says, yeah, cookie yeah. crisp, but wherever the non dog character is who I had play. Uh, with ha- no voice. Hey. With a voice. I do a voice of like, Hey dog, give me back that cookie. There. Is that... Or, hey, sure. dog, give me back that cookie, she? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's the one I would use. Uh, Paul, how about you? Um, 
For some reason, Cocoa Puffs comes to mind. Ooh. Always cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but uh, I, I, I don't know. That's a weird one. Just so that I could <laughs> have a life Grinch. supply of Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> oh, there you go. I don't think they're going to pay you in cereal. Oh, come on. Why not? <laughs> keep, keep the paycheck, guys. Just give me cereal for the rest of my life. Yeah. I guess that works. And some insulin shots. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you, Daryl? Uh, stuff top of my head. I'm thinking magic. I'll I'll take Lucky Charms. He's always doing oh, kind of some kind of just yeah. making more marshmallows appear, doing different things to keep the kids from getting the Lucky Charms. Nice. So that's what pops into my head <clears throat> first. Oh, so it wouldn't be tricks, did it? I I thought of that one too, but he he's always getting tricked. Oh, you know, good point. Pulling the tricks. Good point. Very valid. Okay, cool. Well, those are some awesome answers, guys, and uh, looking forward to seeing what you, our listeners... Oh, in chat here, we have Ruil says, Frankenberry or Booberry are back on the shelves, oh, temporarily due to are, Halloween. Yeah, so, okay, which one would you be, one. though? Which one of those characters would you be, Ruil? Uh, but yeah, looking forward to uh, hearing what you all would choose when Paul posts the Trivial Tuesdays on our Facebook group, and thank you for doing that, Paul. Why do I imagine being Crosby as Booberry? <laughs> I don't know, but maybe. anyway, anyway, <laughs> but, but uh, great trivia, Francisco. Thank you. And I have the answer to our last audience question, Ooh. which again was, what was the episode number and name of the Bill Paxton movie with this sound effect? And the answer was, don't have a cow about it when you find out that it's Twister, because that's what the sound was. It was a cow going by exactly. in, a, <laughs> in a tornado uh, in the movie Twister, which we covered in episode number 58. So, Francisco, <laughs> please spin the wheel to see who wins. All right. Wheel of morality. Turn, turn. So, Dustin uh, wins. Thank you for submitting your answer, Dustin. And you'll be getting a gift subscription. I think you got, you have one right now, but, uh, if it's lapsed, you'll be getting a <laughs> gift subscription to our Twitch channel so you can use our emotes, which we're, we're having a new emote coming out. It's the play the game emote. So be looking forward to that. Everyone who's subscribed to our Twitch stream. And so if you congratulations, Dustin. All right, Paul, what's your question? What is the episode number? And the title of the first Christmas movie we reviewed on the epi- on the Retro Rewind podcast. Now, sometimes people would say like a movie like Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. Would you, in uh, in the frame of this, would something like Die Hard be considered a Christmas movie? Like if it takes place during yes. the Christmas season, that's also that, counted. We'll go ahead and throw that in along okay. with Gremlins or anything like that that takes place during the Christmas season. Okay, perfect. So uh, if you. We'd love to have you win a gift subscription to our Twitch channel. If you uh, first, you have to give us the right answers. So the uh, again, episode number and name of that movie, and email those answers to uh, trivia at retrorewindpodcast.com, and you can be entered into our little sp- spinning wheel of triviality to possibly win a Twitch. And if you subscription. don't. And you don't know the episode number, just go to RetroRewindPodcast.com. In the right-hand corner, there's a blank search field. Just type in that movie's name, and it'll tell you what episode number it is. That is one way to do it as well. Awesome, Paul. Thanks for that trivia. You're welcome, Francisco. Now that we've had some trivial fun, let's find out what memories you, our awesome rewinders, had about How the Grinch Stole Christmas. All right. David Gardner uh, says, The cute innocence of a two-year-old Cindy Lou... Her why melts the heart. Okay, now the Grinches. The Dapper Man says, My favorite Christmas animated movie. I personally strongly dislike Jim Carrey version. Okay, I hate it. This would be much better Whoa. in his voice if you ever listened to his videos. <laughs> oh, I hear. I'll try. I can try to do the rest in his, okay. in his voice. You can totally uh, be upset with me, Dapper Man. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I. Maybe such hatred towards the Universal movie is not the best <laughs> Christmas mood to be in, but the remake does that. The animation is... I'm doing more Scottish, I think. The animation is lovely and heartwarming. 
Boris Karloff is such an awesome Grinch. That's more like Lucky Charms. (laughs) What do you want from me? I'm doing my best. That does not sound like him. Bite me, Paul. (laughs) 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 All right. And then why don't you read uh, Dale's, Paul? All right. Wardell White says, The voices of uh, Boris Karloff, Tony the Tiger, or Thor Ravenscroft, sorry, and the animation style of Chuck Jones, that makes me think of his Tom and Jerry shorts. Christmas was cool because you got to see a lot of primetime animations, mostly from CBS. Peanuts, Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph, Garfield, and this favorite, Good Times. Very nice. And then Stephen Forrester ends this section with, I remember watching this over and over again on VHS, even when we were not in the Christmas season. I remember thinking how cute his dog was and that the song that the Who's sing at the end around the Christmas tree is is stuck in my head as I type this right now. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you, Paul. But I think it was uh, the Dapper Mans with his uh, uh, dislike of the Jim Carrey version that sort of leads us into our dislike section. So, Alice, let's spin up our... Was three. Okay, guys. Uh, let's start with Paul. What's one thing you didn't like about this... 1960s animated How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, the suspension of disbelief on this uh, <laughs> special is way off the charts. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. physics, what are those? And nobody wakes up during any of this. <laughs> Sound? <laughs> what is that? And I'll just cut shapes to the exact size, and, and then, you know, that's what it takes. Seems interesting. What is this? <laughs> but you get the idea. But, it, yeah, it's it's constantly asking you to uh, just chill, which is fine. But you have to be in that kind of moment or that mood to appreciate this. So it's, if you're not, then it's not gonna. It's asking you to just chill. What do you mean? Like, chill your brain. Don't think about things too turn much. Turn your Just brain off. With it. All right. I see. So instead of turning your brain off, now we're chilling our brain. So so we should drink a Slurpee to get a brain freeze so we can yeah, chill absolutely. our brain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, Daryl? Actually, no, before I go you, Daryl, that's pretty much one of mine, Paul, is, yeah, the the physics and the, the lack of reality, like that... I mean, I think it's, it is a cool, going back to the shots, it is a cool shot to see this huge, like, loaded to the brim sleigh and the, the Grinch whipping his dog. I think just that, how it looks is cool. But that would never happen. You can't get a dog to push all that. No way. No way, no how. Yeah. That's what makes it cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Daryl, now let's go to you. What's something you didn't like about this film? Or this film? Uh, it, it's kind of, uh, I'll say minute, but I know it hits the my family. The little crumb that he stole from the house. See, because that's pretty minute. Oh, that made me upset because they said the log was the last thing he took. And then after a while, then after he takes the log, he takes that crumb. So the log isn't the last thing he took. See, I need to turn my brain off while watching it. Just enjoy it. Go, go get your Slurpee, Paul. Anyway, yeah. Daryl, okay, sorry to interrupt you. It's fine. Uh, I'll say it's like how creepy the Grinch was. I didn't mind it so much, but I know like for a long time, the Grinch literally, my mom couldn't stand him. Yeah. Like the the Grinch character, just she was always afraid. I don't know if afraid is the right word, but she was always creeped out by him. Yeah, definitely creepy. With the crooked teeth. Yeah, I could see that. and, And that big smile that, I mean, it's iconic and classic in its creepiness. Yeah, so, I mean, tying in the Jim Carrey one, my mom was never a huge fan of Jim Carrey to begin with. See, I think that's a creepy one. And then she wasn't a fan of the Grinch, so when he played the Grinch, Jim Carrey was just out. (laughs) Figures. No more Ace Ventura in this house, mister. Okay, back to it. Um, So, okay, so that's one from each of us. And then Ruel says, a crumb that was even too small for a mouse. Yeah, so how is that? So, wait, he's trying to make the mouse sad? Yes, everybody, because those mouse should hate those too. But if it was too small for a mouse, the mouse wouldn't have been interested in it. Yeah, so he took it. So he, 
everything he took was smaller. Like he, oh, there's a chroma mouse was interested, so he took it. No, but it's so he a, only left. All right, all right. Again, you need to go find. Get, you guys are thinking slurpee. about this too hard. Get my yes. <laughs> all right, all right. Continuing on, something else right. I actually didn't like was <laughs> <laughs> what Paul. Uh, the it's interesting. I don't know if you guys noticed this. As much as I love, like as I'm just going goo goo gaga over the the composition of this film. Sometimes the backgrounds, like the the sets of this film. They would vacillate wildly from super just like very intricate, like the mountains or Whoville and all the, the stuff in the rooms to like so flat. It's like Windows 10 flat colorness over here. It's just like, could you add a cloud maybe or a texture? Because what's why am I seeing like zero in the background? It's called cheap animation. They had a deadline to hit, which is actually my my second thing that i didn't like okay is to kind of tail dive into whatever it is but basically it's not only that but they reused a lot of shots in some of the in the song like the bags coming out of the chimney and then like him snaking around and they they would reuse a lot of it and i understand that you're on a budget and you're on a whatever you know you're trying to go for cheap tv animation but then when you know things like they had the budget four times that as much of charlie's brown christmas special Mm -hmm. and they didn't put in that time and effort to you know to not you know like to put in the clouds or to put in a little extra detail or Mm -hmm. put in extra scenes it's it it's it's kind of like come on why are you doing us like that? Do you think it might have been because they were trying to hit a deadline of Christmas? Because yeah. this came out. Okay. Probably. Yeah, because I, I feel like they... And somebody wanted to pocket a little extra. I'll just go home early today. <laughs> Tony the Tiger He's getting home to his family for Christmas, man. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. Yeah, why you got to hate on that? Don't be a slave driver like the Grinch. Jeez. Yeah, probably hate planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, wait, that wasn't for Christmas. That was for Thanksgiving. You dig so at Paul? Is that what you're doing? You're making a dig at me? I get it. That's fine. Even though we haven't covered that film yet, so you don't know why I really feel about that film. You don't know. You don't know. No, I just know that that film was about trying to make it home for a holiday. Uh, okay, then that leaves Daryl. What's what's one thing you didn't like before we get to our tragic makers? How much joy the Grinch got out of taking advantage of the two-year-old's <laughs> innocence. Like, just him taking advantage of Cindy's innocence and trusting. Sure, yeah. Just the big grin he got out of it is like he took true pleasure in lying to this child. Yes. So that so. that is so fascinating. And here's why. Because my tragic maker is because he lied to this girl about trying to make it sound like Christmas is going to be okay for her. Mm-hmm. He yeah. hates Christmas. He should have said, I'm stealing all your presents and all your bee stew, everything. You're not going to have anything, kid. <laughs> That's what he no. should have done. If he hates all these people, but why is he lying to them? She would have woke up and oh, it wouldn't have been what? as devastating you know as wake. You know what's even worse? Yeah, no, no. Is expecting it <clears throat> even longer and then finding out it's. No, no, here's what you do. You just tie her up or you kidnap her. And then it's even worse <laughs> for the family. If he really hates Christmas this much, then he should do everything he can to make it worse for everyone. He should well, kill that didn't... 15th puppy. That's what he should do. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, why doesn't he just torch the whole town then? That's an excellent point. Why doesn't he torch the whole town? What? It's been me. a lot easier. Right? Yeah, I mean, maybe no more music ever, <laughs> right? No more noise, just the sweet crackle of of wood and who's dying. I don't know why I'm saying they're crackling. I don't. That's maybe he didn't like the smell of burnt who's <laughs> rising up to the mountain. Good point. Smelling. Good point. Good point. Uh, but yeah, that's just that bothered me so much that he lied to her instead of just telling her the truth and then like tying her up or doing something else to keep her. Because you're right. Because he got redeemed. And that's fine. That's good and all. I'm glad, but I guess you know what would have been even Are a you bigger me? You know what would have been a bigger redemption story if he destroyed all the Whovilles and then 
Cindy Lou ended up surviving, and then he had to make it up to her, and he decided, oh, man, I destroyed everything you love. I'm going to do my best to raise you as my own and raise you right. Well, that's weird. (laughs) I don't know. Why doesn't he just torture her for the rest of his life? That That would have been more fitting but that sounds horrible that's my threshold (laughs) good point point. (laughs) he can lie to the two-year-old but he can't torture the kid exactly exactly yes i'm glad we're all on the same page anyways let's continue so that was my tragic maker wine all the who will who who's to die apparently no just the grinch to go to 11 in his line or not lying to not lie actually but I want to hear, Daryl, what was your tragic maker for? <laughs> it's okay to torch the town. Just don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, the, I had the, I'll, I'll call it the abusive max. I oh, mean, yeah. Oh, totally. Yes, it, yes. It's like the, the one person who was always there for the Grinch, and he's just taking it for granted and just abusing the heck out of the dog. Yeah, yeah. I know that is hard to, yeah, I totally get that. Oh, so, man. I mean, I don't think he showed any care for the dog until what? The last two minutes of the thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe pretty much. He just, and that was just, he let the dog ride on the sleigh. Everything else. It's pull the sleigh. You're, you're, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. Mm hmm. So You're lines still going to come back. It lines oh. up with the uh, the torturing Cindy Lou Who storyline. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. They start with the animals and then they go to the people, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I probably would have cut that part out of that diatribe, guys, but whatever. Uh, Maybe I'll I know. That. That was just That's what the edit button is for later, right? Edna <laughs> mode. Isn't that how that works? Yeah. Just fix it in post, guys. Just, just fix it in post. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Just leave it in. That I totally get what you're saying there, uh, Daryl. It it was hard to watch him treat Max that way. Uh, but Paul, was that your tragic maker, or was it something else? Uh, as tragic as that is, that's um. Well, I didn't even think of that because I've seen it so many times. I just become numb and callous to it because that's the character. Um. And that's basically what you like the 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 animation style. I don't. I've I've <laughs> been on the podcast before, and I've said like the worst thing about some of Disney's movies is the rough animation, and this follows some of that rough animation. I would have loved to have seen this um, in a cleaner style of animation, not not like the you know the flash squares and triangles that they have today, but the uh the hand drawn i will say that uh for fur the rough animation does look good for furry creatures yeah yeah that's true so it's got that going so but, okay can you give me an instance of like who you would have liked to have seen animated or uh, is it the characters or the backgrounds or all of the above all of the above the whole style of it okay it's just you would have rather been like uh, animated by a like a Disney essentially. Yeah. Okay. You Disney fanboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not fair to hate on Disney for doing the same thing and then not call it out on when other people do it. Good point. I like your your uh your consistency. Consistency. I was gonna say integrity, but yeah, yeah. consistency is the word. Thank you, Daryl. All right, guys. Well, that's that's all right. That's all our tragic makers. All the things we didn't like about this film so now it's time to get to our final rain not because we've entered all our trajectories into the firing computer and else do you have a firing solution for us i hope you do firing solution complete rating salvo at the ready on your mark all right guys do we rate how the grinch stole christmas this 60s animated version a classic. We'd recommend anyone go see this, whether or not you've seen it before. A nostalgic. It's worth revisiting if you have fond memories of it as a kid or it's, it's a tradition for you. It's definitely worth taking your time to continue that tradition. Or a tragic. If it's not worth your time, yeah, check out another Christmas movie. And if you have fond memories of it, don't re, don't sully them with a rewatch because you'll just spoil it for yourself. So let's go around and start with our guests as we like to. Daryl, how do you rate 
How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, I still say it's a classic. I mean, classic. Okay, it, it's one of those ones that I think it'll be around for several okay. generations to come. It's mm-hmm. been, it, it, it's a tradition in many families, and the 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 little flaws in it are easily trumped by everything else. So very fair. All right, Paul. How about you? I agree. Classic. I watch it almost every year. It's one of those, and it's short. So if you have a 30 minutes to kill and you want to, you know, be in the Christmas spirit and watch something Christmassy, I think it's a fun one to put on. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, and both of you predicted classic. Is that correct? That correct? Yeah. <clears throat> for me, I predicted tragic. And I got to say, it's not quite that bad. Uh, I did. It's not classic for me. I'm going to rant nostalgia. Oh, come on. No. Your heart only grew one size? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's what happened. Because, I, you know what? There are a lot of elements of this film that did impress me. But the overall story was, eh, I, I told you what I would have liked to have seen happen. So, it's. <laughs> but the story is, is a redemption story. How he he got saved on the mountaintop there. That's you fine. Know, as, and, the Who's were singing in tongues at the bottom, and the Holy Spirit came up, and he gave his life to Jesus, and he asked Jesus in his heart. And his I think heart. you're watching the wrong version of this, Paul. That's the same one we've been talking about. There's well, I haven't been no... watching. The, well, I did watch the Torture the Dog Max version. Oh so. <laughs> as far as I could tell, there's no allusions to. Uh, to Christianity in this in this. Well, film. what was that big light or in that circle then that came up as they were singing that his him having a superpower all of a sudden being able to yeah, oh in the middle yeah. there's a fire I thought the fire of the Holy Spirit. Fine, Paul. <laughs> I didn't not, see that. Not a burning fire filled. There was like a star thing. Save it's it for like spiritual a... speculation, Paul. That's what... oh, all right. <laughs> but according to the Retro Rewind podcast. We rate How the Grinch Stole Christmas, a disputed classic film. We'd recommend you go see this, especially, or even if you've never seen it before. Now it's time to get back to our own time. Good old 20XX. Us. 20XX. Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. Uh, Stretching because it feels good to be back in our own time but we wouldn't have been able to travel to 1966 to begin with if it weren't for our amazing reflux capacitors namely jared holzhauer deborah powers brian Keane, patrick hicks lj lowry chris cowan the feeling film podcast pure panda chris owens geek devotions the untold podcast mrs lomax james kennison daryl hafner whoa daryl hafner's right here Kevin Joshua, whoa kevin joshua burnham drew of the cell cast and pastor deuston in addition to, and I should say, a newest patron, Pastor Deuston, in addition to four other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help keep us flying for as little as $1 a month and get bonus content for your generosity, head to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to see how. And while we're thanking our supporters, we also want to give a big Grinch hug to our subscribers on Twitch which is another way to send us a couple bucks a month. And if you're on, if you have Amazon prime, you can subscribe for free. You can find out how there's a video on retrorewindpodcast.com slash Twitch prime that Francisco explains how to do that for free ish. Well, yeah, I mean, you're paying for the Amazon prime subscription, but yes. Um, Yeah. We get a couple bucks and you don't have to pay anything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but hey, let's keep the gratitude train going now because we love hearing from you, be it uh, your iTunes reviews, comments on our website, or through our contact form. And here's what some of you had to say. Sixth Roman says, Retrofueled nostalgia, five stars. He goes on to say, or she goes on to say, whether you're a flux capacitor or a space cowboy, the Retro Rewind podcast is your podcast for all things retro. I've enjoyed the wild rides back to the past with the guys and special guests, revisiting some of my favorite movies, games, and more. This has become one of my favorite podcasts. Wow. And gets priority listening in the queue when a new episode drops. Subscribe to the show. Subscribe to the show. 
and you won't be sorry. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much, Six Roman. That was awesome. If I had this sound effect from the olden days of me, Paul, and my brother Kito saying, boo, boo, boom, <laughs> I'd play boom, it. Boom, boom, boom. boom. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for reaching out to us. RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 187 is the place to find timestamps for this episode, links to contact us, and links for voting on the movies you want us to review. But that's not all. But that's not the only place you can reach us. Paul, where else can people find the show? And also yourself. Feel free to talk to us and share anything you like or find funny that's 15 years or older. On our social media, we are Retro Rewind Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> Sorry. Something like that. Yeah. You know the gram. (laughs) Join our Discord server by going to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Discord. Also, as I mentioned, we are on Twitch. Watch and chat with us live as we record this podcast, like this very episode right now, as some people are doing. We also play retro video games or play pics or create pixel art. And you can follow us at Twitch.tv slash RetroRewindPod. In addition, we also have a subreddit on Reddit. You go to slash r slash retro rewind pod and you can nominate and vote on our upcoming movies. So if you want to hear something, us review something, you know, that's where to go to nominate mm-hmm. and people vote on it. And you can also find me, Paul J. Powers. You can go to pauljpowers.com. So stop by and stay high. Thank you, Paul, so much for being an awesome friend, awesome co host. I mean, really, guys. I don't know what would have happened tonight, uh, the night we're recording this, if Paul wasn't like Johnny on the spot with figuring out a plan for, okay, we had uh, the person who was going to join us for uh, the movie Speedy, had the last minute, like I said, last minute thing with her work, and so Gerald stepped in, but that is all because Paul figured out, hey, let's do The Grinch, and just, it was a great bit of, uh, of, uh, coming together of elements and, and thought and planning. So really appreciate you giving so much to the show, Paul. And it's a, it's a joy to get to uh, make the Retro Rewind podcast with you. So thank you so much. And all for one. And one, one for all. For, that's right. Everyone does their part. And a special thank you to Daryl for coming aboard. I'm so great, grateful for you for coming and taking time to discuss how the Grinch stole Christmas with us. Mm -hmm. So, Daryl Hafner, please tell us how to find you online, and is there anything you'd like to promote? Mm. Uh, Facebook is probably the easiest way to find me. Um, Then, uh, if someone... For those who who might be in the Michigan area, uh, I'm assistant directing uh, Christmas Carol. Oh, at, nice. Uh, the theater I'm involved at right now. And then I was recently cast in the February show, which will be The Hobbit. Oh, so, oh what part did you end up getting? Did you find out? Yeah, I'm one of the dwarves. I don't remember which one. It's the... Uh, I, I don't remember exactly how to say his name. Oh, I, I don't gonna... know the book as well. Oh, uh, okay. I've seen the movies once and they recommend to not like <laughs> if you're in the play, they recommend not watching the movie or the TV series mm-hmm. the play is based on so that you don't try and be that character. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You, you, you want to be your own. So you don't want to try and copy. Like if I was, if we were doing the Grinch, they would say, don't go watch the Jim Carrey Grinch so that you don't try and be Jim Carrey. You want to be your own Grinch. Sure. Did they, did they recommend uh, watching uh, the HBO Rock, uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson show, Ballers? No. Because then it. you could be balling. Uh, 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 that uh, sounds uh, like one of the... Uh, the yeah, that's one of the dwarves, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Yeah, that shows how well I know the this stuff. No, it's like... Uh, it almost might be like his opposite. It was like Dolan or something. It's like D W L I N or something like that. Oh, okay, maybe. Yeah, I don't know all the thirteen or twelve drawers very well either. But that's so cool. And it can is there a way for people to like hire you to do uh, magic? Because I don't you do uh, magic? Not magic. Yeah, shows, I mean, but... 
Yeah, so uh, Facebook is probably easiest. I have a magic page. Oh, okay. It's uh, DJH Card Magic. Awesome. Okay. So that's just like my fan page. I'll admit, I don't update it all the time, but you can send me messages through there. All right. Awesome. And I'll get them that way. Cool. So. And we'll have links to uh, that page and to contact Daryl on Facebook in the RP host page for Daryl. But yeah, thank you so much for hanging out with us, Daryl. Again, for Pinchain, it's been a lot of fun having you on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Uh, but as much as I'm glad and thankful for Daryl and for Paul, I appreciate you. Yes, you even more. You listening right now, if that wasn't clear. Uh, whether this is your first time uh, checking out the show or you're a part of our Rad Rewinder community, Thanks for spending time with us, and we pray you are more joyful now than when you first hit play. I have been and continue to be Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter and Instagram, you know, the gram, at FXRuiz, uh, FXRuizX, and you can hire me to do pixel art illustrations for you via Fiverr at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Fiverr. And if you don't want to use Fiverr and you know my emails or want to get in touch with me some other way for pixel art, that's fine too. I don't mind. Just... You know, you you listen to the show, you can do it that way too. That's fine. I'm just uh, Fiverr is a great way for if you hire me through there, your the work I do for you goes there, so other people can see it and they can I can get more recommendations. But I don't mind doing it privately also. So I'm just saying that. Finally, we are proud to be part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. You can catch us at CGC or our website, but like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all for a movie about the birth of a boy that the world would reject until he discovered his name, became mayor, and framed a bat for a princess's death. That's right. We'll be concluding our wintermiss season with Batman Returns on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. There's a princess. <laughs> Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. So isn't it like a ice princess, like a homecoming princess or something? Isn't oh, that who dies? Maybe. I don't know. I might be incepting that. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, maybe if my heart can grow big enough. I don't know. <laughs> That'll be the ending. I, unless you have something, Paul. No, I was just going to say it came without ribbons. It came without tags. This podcast came without packages, boxes, or bags. (laughs) (laughs) That works too.